Whether you do with an arts degree I'm still not sure I know I skipped three years worth of lectures Just to binge watch awful shows There must be some scholarship For accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent, honey That and losing money Let your excess hex debts rest And then just join us while we start On our bachelor Hello and welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts, a Bachelor Australia and New Zealand podcast uh, hosted by me, Max Quinn, <laughs> uh, and my friend who's laughing uh, at the end of the line, Xavier Rogowski Noonan. Hi, Xavier. Hello. I'd say it was more of a giggle. It was a little little gigs. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're not in the same room right now, and I want to talk about that because I miss you. That's true. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually a very long way away. I've. Uh, I decided to go on a spiritual journey this week to revisit okay. the homeland of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Oh, you've been to the motherland. That's right. Yeah, I wanted to get. I wanted to get back to the original. You know, when we started this show, we were so young, mm. we were so naive. You know, and 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 we knew we had what it took, but uh, what it would take. How do you say that? I don't know what little we knew at the same time. Exactly, exactly. But uh, exactly, we, we had to figure out the way to hear, and the the way to do that was to sit in a specific room, I guess, in a particular <laughs> city of a different state. <laughs> All right, you're in Sydney uh, at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. I am in Melbourne at my house. We're recording uh, like we used to do, uh, and we have so much to talk about uh, for this. The Bachelor of Hearts. Uh, New Zealand, uh, Season 3, Episode 9. But before we do that, I want to tell you about a quick message from our sponsors. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize... We've been doing this show for a little while, and yeah. uh, we do it for the love of the game, obviously, but there's no real... Uh, it's not a huge amount of uh, uh, sponsorship opportunity that's really popped up. So yeah, I'm surprised I missed this email. Can you, can you fill me in? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I'm just going to read the promo word for word uh, from what we've been... Sent? Sure, they, so they goes, make you read the copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. It goes it goes a little something like this, mm-hmm. and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> uh, it's Aaron's, Aaron's Party, right? Um, 2001. Uh, Aaron Carter throws a party in his house. Anyway. Is that the copy, Max? No. I don't no, know I if I should started, interrupt. I haven't, started, I haven't started with it. Right, it, goes, yeah. it, goes, it goes a little something like this. Do you love The Bachelor and Bachelor Australia-related content? If you do, good news. There is a podcast for you. In fact, it is this podcast, the bonus episode that we have recorded and put online, The Bachelor of Hearts. Sophie Monk's spectacular episode, where wherein we discuss everything related to the contestant Sophie Monk and celebrity being on an Bachelor-related content program in Australia Bachelorette 2017. And if you thought that was long, just wait till you check out the podcast. <laughs> it's very detailed. <laughs> it's incredibly detailed. Mm. All right. Okay. So just so that you know, there's a separate podcast about Sophie Monk. It's huge news and we definitely wanted to talk about it. And we thought it was so big that we want to interrupt our regular Bachelor New Zealand coverage mm. and shoehorn that and make it its own little thing. Yes. So um, you can look for that uh, in the regular feed where you would find this show. Yes. Uh, maybe you already heard it. Maybe you already loved it. Um, good. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> good. No, I talk, I, 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 this is a good episode of the show, right? All right. So let's talk about this. I'm. There's only one episode of the TV show this week. 
Yes. Uh, we are a little that- behind. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, there's a couple of episodes of the New Zealand season that have already aired. Uh, 10 and 11, maybe. Uh, but we're behind. I've been away, so it's my fault. Um, and we're getting into this very good episode. I'm also away, yeah. Um, but so, so last week, they only aired one episode of Bachelor New Zealand. But boy, oh boy, was it ever a doozy, my friend Max. Goodness gracious. I think there are a couple of dates that were kind of ho-hum and then all fucking shit broke loose at the end. Basically, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I agree. There was actually a very boring date that happened, but also um, there, there was a, a rare and wonderful thing that, that happened on the show this week. Uh, a, a significant event that, that uh, uh, shakes the franchise to its core. I truly don't know if this has ever happened in Bachelor history before. No. Similar, yeah. similar things, maybe? Yeah, um, I, oh, it's just so weird and cool. Like, should we just let, talk let's about... Let's spoil it. Let's spoil yeah. it because otherwise no one's going to listen to this at all. Um, yeah. Halfway through this hour-long episode, it is revealed that Karina, one of the intruders who was recently added to the program, has a romantic past with Dominic Bowden, the host of the show. Can we... Okay, let's just put this into context. Uh-huh. This is like if Kelly Clarkson was fucking Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> This is like if Paulini was fucking dicko. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is insane. This so is one like of if the Matt Preston fucked one of the kids <laughs> from MasterChef Junior. Oh, it's wow. like that. Wow, it's not like that it's at all. It's a lot like that I'm in some sorry, ways. sorry, Matt Preston. It's, it's like if Poe and the bald boy got it on. George I, Columbaris? Yeah, George Cal- Calambari. George yeah. Calamari. Do you they, reckon he yeah. underpays her as well as all of his workers in this restaurant? Excuse me? Tell me about that. <laughs> oh, it's just a big story popped up recently. He's not a very good boss. Oh, there you go. Mm. Um, I've been to that restaurant in uh, Melbourne... In it's summer in Melbourne, I've been mm-hmm. there. It's okay. Yeah. But I didn't realise that the staff were being maltreated. Yeah, did it taste like suffering? It tasted more like sweat. Um, and like there wasn't a lot of equity being uh, mm. reimbursed for the sweat that was given, and I was like, "Well, this is a weird taste." Mm. Yeah, what is potato? Yeah, um, but no, I guess that's I guess that's what you get. So anyway, Karina from the show three years ago when she was twenty years old mm-hmm. used to date the host of the Bachelor New Zealand, Dominic Bowden, who at the time, and not that this is a huge deal, but at the time was probably fifteen years older than her. Oh, so he was born in 1977, so he's 40, so he would have been 37, and she would have been 20. Yikes. Yeah. Jinkies. It's it's really gross. Um, age is just a number, and, 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 and that's what George... Uh, no, I said Matt Preston, didn't I? Fuck. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're just not going there with the Matt Prestons. Oh my okay, goodness. apparently we're cutting that right, right off. Wow. All yeah. right. Wow. That, I mean, would it surprise me? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Yes, enough, it would enough. surprise me. Oh, it, it would, would surprise, surprise me. Yeah, and, and honestly, I was surprised to find out as well. <laughs> what? To find out. <laughs> uh, to find out about Dominic and Karina is, of course, what you mean. Goodness mm, gracious. Yes, what a show this is. Also, Molly. Um, yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we should say goodbye to Molly. We'll, we'll touch back uh, with Karina and Dominic's romantic history later because there is so much to explore. Oh, yes. It is so <laughs> funny. Holy shit. Um, but we lost arguably the most popular contestant among the women in the house this week in the episode as well. Molly. Mm. And, and certainly who, somebody who had been a source of levity on the show. Yeah. Somebody who, I guess now on reflection, we can look at her and be like, that was your sort of first half of the competition 
mouthpiece. You know, shows your dodo. You know, yeah. And and the show is lighthearted during the first half, and there are people around who are just having a nice time and that sort of thing. But then things have to get more serious later on. So obviously, the people who are fun and nice to watch have to go home. And Molly was absolutely emblematic of that. Where every episode. As we went longer and longer and longer in the show, she was pining for Zach and, you know, when will I get a date and when yeah. will it be Moll's turn? And her referring to herself in the third person, there's a lot of funny stuff with her. Yeah. But I guess the main thing is when she did get that time, unfortunately, she said some things. Now, I feel like even just from that one sentence, we might have a quite a different opinion of that because I thought she got a very good send off. Um, but maybe we'll touch on that as we recap the episode. Would you like to jump in? Let's do it. Okay. So we are, of course, talking about The Bachelor New Zealand, Season 3, Episode 9. Nine, 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 nine. Number 9. <laughs> I think I did that joke <laughs> maybe last time or even yeah, the time last before. season. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Dominic. <clears throat> uh, this fucking guy. Anyway, uh, Dominic interrupts Yeah, how much has your opinion of Dominic changed? I know, right? And I didn't know when I wrote the start of these notes when I was watching the episode. I didn't write it in an angry font. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an impact. But you know what? Right now, I'm double clicking and I'm going to change it. Sick. Let's do it. Okay. Tell me about what Dominic did. I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic interrupts the women's casual breakfast to present them with a group date card, which says, hold on, we're in for a wild ride. Damn straight. Mm. Well, interestingly enough, it's a really small group this week. Normally, a group date, you can expect to see basically everyone. Um, mm. But this time around, it's just Viani, Ali, and <clears throat> Karina, whose font I just changed. And uh, yeah, so the three of them, plus Zach and Dominic, gather together by a river, where Dominic tells them that they're going to be whitewater rafting down yep. this scenic river in a beautiful mountain region. He, he also reminds them and the viewer that we are actually in Thailand again this week, which I had quite truly forgotten all about. Me too, yeah. I figured yeah. we were done. Um, so anyway, watch that for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's some rafting. What can I say? We've- I don't think it's quite some rafting yet. At this point, it's rowing. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. So in the in the confessionals, um, Karina and Ali are both playing up the how, how dangerous the situation is. They're like, "Oh, I've heard people can die and stuff." Uh, now, do you know about that? Uh, about people dying in water. One person died in a whitewater rafting accident in Thailand in 2014, but it wasn't. Oh, 2012, and it wasn't anywhere near where this is being filmed. Oh, okay. Was it a so, significant person or no? Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, and it was, you know... The Brett. president's daughter. Yeah. No, yeah. I just Googled it, and that's all that came up, unfortunately. Okay, so, so you know, one person could die. Yep. But that's higher stakes. You, sweethearts. Yeah. Well, they keep talking about Zach's job as a surf life-saving instructor <laughs> again. They bring that back up. They're like, oh, good thing we got Zach on hand. It's like, all right, guys. Yeah. Um, especially because, as you say, like, it starts off super calm and tranquil. They're, like, just, like, sort of splashing each other with the paddles and that sort of thing. Mm-mm. Um, but then inevitably the water picks up uh, and, and you know, the, the, the soft focus of, of romance reality TV gives way for a, a lot of like GoPro footage and aerial shots and that sort of thing and splashing on the camera lens and all that kind of thing. Did you notice at this point also that all the contestants and Zach are now strapped onto the backs of professionals? There are men with them in the kayaks who are steering them down the river. Yeah, I certainly noticed it was a, li- a little bit more crowded at this point. Yeah, so 
uh, in the previous scenes where they're all splashing around, having a good time, they're just in a river. They're just floating. Mm. There's no one there with them to protect them. But as we actually steer onto the whitewater rafting course, which mm-hmm. mm, the bulk of the footage, I guess, is is not from this section of the filming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can spot all of the contestants with uh, nice little Thai men on their backs. Oh, that's quite fun. Um, yeah, I mean, every, everyone tries really hard to sell this as this super exciting, adventurous outing or whatever, but I was honestly so fucking bored by this. Like, right. they, they stretch it out too long. This stuff, you know, they're not talking. It's literally, we're just watching people row. I've got no patience for that at all. Would um, you do it? Would I do it? Uh, yeah. On, on Bachelor or just regular? In IRL, if someone was like, hey, I'm going whitewater rafting and I've got a spare space in the kayak. Okay. Is there a time man? Come, uh, if you want there to be a time man, there can be. I want a time man. Okay, there's a time man. Yeah. How um, big? How big the boat? The boat accommodates both of you comfortably. Mm-hmm. But it's not like Titanic. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, it's just like a regular sized kayak canoe. What's the difference between a kayak and a canoe? There are lots of questions. We can't get uh, into this right now. Answer. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry, yes. sorry. <laughs> anyway, Titanic with a tie man or nothing. And I'm calling it Titanic. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, they stop at this hilariously noisy part of the river um, and they get out of the boats and they sort of, you know, this is the point where they're going to determine who's going to get some one-on-one time with Zach. Uh, and they choose Viani for whatever reason. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't really understand that either. Is Zach the person who chooses? I think, Is he the chooser? I guess so. There's no like professional on board. Um, mm. And we all know who the bloody host would have picked out of those three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it did seem like um, Ali was kind of the one in the middle there. Mm. Um, because Viani was the obvious choice to the person who was going to get single time. This was essentially a way of giving her a single date without giving her a single date. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so, look, it was great for Viani, um, but it was pretty clear that he wanted to get to know Karina a little bit better, and that Ali was just kind of there. Yep, just another name picked out of the hat or something, maybe. I don't exactly know how it works, but yeah. she seemed to matter not to the plot. No. Um, Zach and Viani sit together on a rock, and they gaze into each other's eyes, and they share a beautiful kiss. What's going on? What conversation do they have here? Do you remember? No, I do not. Neither do I. No, nope. um, but it's I a, did it's like a nice, it though. It's a nice yeah. little smooch. Mm. Uh, they both have these big smiles afterwards, and and then they kiss again when Zach gives Viani a rose. Now, were we gonna do a kiss cam of some sort, or like a kiss r- ranking? I can't remember what we called it, but we did say something about that. Do we want to go like out of ten or something on the kissometer? Yeah. Let's let, let's put it on the kissometer. Mm-hmm. I would say this is like. Uh, it's a pretty good Peter Chris kiss. Yeah, I would say it's a Peter kiss as well. It's not yeah. quite. It's not quite the top of the scale, which, as of course we agreed and can both remember, was uh, Ace freely. That's okay. Yep. Uh, and it's <laughs> also your not tongues moving freely about in their mouth. <laughs> oh my goodness! I guess so. <laughs> yep. Um, there's a Peter Chris kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a congenial. Simmons. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I got Southside I got Kitty Pride, and I crawl to I got Peter Crit. Uh, for me. I'm doing my posts on my wall. My favorite rock my group, favorite kiss. group kiss. I got Ace I got Freely. Ace I got Peter Crit. Oh, fuck. We just, he's, in the Weezer song, it's just the ones we already mentioned. It's just the ones we already know. <laughs> fuck. Okay. So Gene Simmons, uh, Paul Stanley's your guy. There. Here you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Paul. Uh, Paul Stanley's got to be at the bottom. Two first names creeps me out. Yeah, it's super gross. Um, and Peter Chris also has two first names, but he's like uh, better for some reason. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I think the stance that I took last time that Peter Chris was the worst, and I okay. still think that he is the worst. Yeah. Um, but Chris rhymes with Kiss, and we're going to have to go with that from right. now on. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, we're bearing the lead here because something very exciting happens for uh, mm-hmm. roughly two seconds of this hour-long program at this point. Uh, out of nowhere, there is a dog. And oh, it's Vianney, cute as. Yeah, it's a very cute dog. And Vianney, who has just received a rose, uh, boops it on the head with the rose. And cute. it's the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, wow, yeah, that's a big statement, but I can't disagree with you. It's pretty good. I almost want to just clip out that little two-second shot and then like sign up for a Bachelor of Hearts YouTube page and just post that. <laughs> and by <laughs> I almost want to do that, I mean, someone else, please do that. Please do that for us. That would be mm-hmm. great. Thank you, listenership. Yes. Um, so, you know, that's about it. Did you like it. this date? Yeah. Did you like what happened? Uh, I liked their little time at the end there. I thought it was pretty sweet. And I still think Viani is uh, a real front runner. Yes. Um, but the rest of the date can fucking go to hell. I should have fast forwarded. The, yeah, the rest of the date was rough, but I did really enjoy what happened with Viani there. And I think mm. it really solidified her. I was a little bit worried about her as we talked about in the last episode, just because mm. of the way that the edit portrayed her. Um, I bumped her down to third in my overall power rankings. Yeah, she but went this down was, a bit for me too. Yeah, this was good for her. Um, and I thought that it felt very genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, the interaction was cool. I'm coming around, coming back around on Viani and Zach. Yes. And also there was a dog. <laughs> Um, so Dominic assembles the women in the mansion to present them with a single date card. Uh, it says the date I've picked for you, a luxurious experience for two. These date cards are a real fucking mouthful this time around. Mm, Really difficult. Is he writing them? What's going on here? I'm not sure. If he is, he's got too much bloody free time on his hands. I know. He should like date a contestant or something. I know. (laughs) He should find someone to, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's for Molly! It's for bloody Woo-hoo! Molly! Bloody finally, finally! she's been waiting forever for this. Yeah, long time coming. Um, weirdly, Molly spent the entire date on this weird tirade about her, like, about her assistant's boobs. She was, like, qu- swearing constantly. She only really stopped to hand out a hat that she had spray-painted gold. <laughs> what? Did you watch the bloody Logies? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yep, okay, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of course oh, we both watched the Logies. God. He never recovered after his fall, did he? No, I guess maybe I shouldn't make jokes like that, but it's just the same name. Come on. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Percocet Molly is on the date, and uh, it's <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's run down this single date. So, so Molly meets Zach outside the Four Seasons Resort, which I'm guessing is probably where they're staying. I don't know. It doesn't really seem to matter. Um, Zach says that they will be getting a taste of the local culture by doing some rice planting. And to Molly's credit, she does a very convincing, like, oh, cool. Even though, like, at least to me, the date idea of rice planting is objectively horrible. It's pretty gross. I mean, um, it's like on. wine stomping, which I think would be a fun date if you've been together with someone for a while. Mm. But I would not want to stomp on uh, fruit. But even even date. then, like wine, wine itself has a romantic connotation, whereas rice sure. is just like a staple. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I didn't mm. think about that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they get dressed dressed up in what Molly calls farm clothes, which I think is very cute. Um, yep. uh, and it's at this point that Molly reveals that she doesn't eat rice. 
what the hell's up with this? What the fuck is going on, Molly? She says, I appreciate rice, but I just don't like eating it. I mean, like, I am happy to say that about what's something that I appreciate, but I don't eat. Fine art? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like... Sure, I have Melbourne, Melbourne's there, tram but I network. Don't eat him, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. She's so blasé about it. I had to double back. I was like, did she actually say she doesn't eat rice? She she said it very flatly. She's like, oh, I don't, I don't actually eat rice. I, what the fuck? What could be less offensive as a food than rice? There's really nothing that I can think of. I mean, bread has no nutritional value. Rice at least has some. Mm. Um, rice is just small bread, right? I think that rice has a little bit to it that bread, uh, as a like a coagulated yeasty thing, mm. maybe doesn't have. Okay. Um, this is me talking. I'm mostly out my butt. Okay. Um, I'm just saying, like, if if we got like honey, I shrunk down, um, and then we eat a big <laughs> a, a rice, and it's the shape of a bread. You would slice that bad boy up, probably, right? And you put some butter and Vegemite on there. Maybe yeah, I'm just using my not. imagination, but I, I feel like it's about the same. I'd give it, I'd give it a real go. Uh huh. Um, okay, so Molly doesn't eat rice. No, this is yes. why she's eliminated. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think actually you might be, you might be right. Um, He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they they get to work on the fairly laborious task of rice planting. Um, although honestly, it doesn't even last like ten seconds on screen. Um, no. And then we we cut to a somewhat more luxurious setting, uh, a balcony scattered with rose petals. Um, there's a, there's a table with a, a series of an, an array of different foods and local foods mm. and cocktails and stuff. Um, and it's at this point that Molly reveals she also doesn't like seafood. Um, having last eaten it when she was about six years old and it was a fish finger. <sighs> okay. Um, I don't know what to tell you at this mm. point. Like Jess doesn't eat anything. Mm. I feel like Jess is probably on the way out at some point. Um, and then, oh god, what else? Molly doesn't eat anything. So Viani has got with crystals. Uh, Viani can't got eat anything. What's illness? going on in New Zealand? Yeah, what do they do down? Maybe they're just vaping. What are they? Yeah, maybe New Zealand is just vape city. What are you? Um, I guess it's the land of the long white cloud. Am I right? Ah, very good. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. I just don't know what other foods there are other than seafood and rice. Imagine if she lived in literally anywhere in. The Western, in the non-Western world. Yeah, it's true. Uh, rice, pretty prevalent. Seafood, pretty prevalent. That's what you got. Yep. What is she, yeah, what are they going to, she sees like fucking kiwi fruit. I don't know what they hey, have. Hey, all right. Okay, all right. So, um, so Zach has brought along a Jenga set, uh, and he has written a question on every one of the tiles. So as they pull them out, they have a chance to get to know each other a little better. I like it when they do stuff like this. I'm sure Zach didn't personally handwrite all of these. I'm sure that we were pitched by a team of writers or whatever. But I think it's yeah. cute. I think it's a cute idea. Um, I feel like it's a fun, like, hey, I'm going to try and get to know you in this way. Um, mm. And I hope that we see more of that. And it's cool to see also sometimes the women take that initiative as well. Yeah, as we saw with uh, with Lily, like, writing on her uh, leg, right? I feel like yeah, it's similar. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel like a similar thing, and like you might have been like, "Cool, we'll play, we'll play some Jenga." Mm. Um, it's it, almost it's like he stole the idea. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, 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 yeah. It 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 is really interesting. Like, I didn't quite anticipate all of the intricate system of uh, links and uh, steel that came with this uh, version of of Jenga. Like, I didn't really understand the Quentin Tarantino cameo until the end. <laughs> 
I didn't get it. Well, it's Jenga Unchained. Oh! I like that. That's a five-star joke. Thank you very much. Mm. All right. I like the five stars. Thank oh, yeah. you. Um, okay, cool. So what this, did we learn about Molly here? Yeah, so we, we get this sort of truncated version of Molly's personal history. I think the question is like, give me your life story in two minutes or whatever. Uh, and I've, I've actually just written down what she said because I think it was quite, uh, quite telling, quite insightful. Um, she says, the mole was a bit wild. Loved a good party. <laughs> um, at this point, she's, she's sort of still in funny Molly mode. Um, yeah. But then she goes, I, I was doing too much. I was losing a lot of friends, drinking too much, and didn't really think about life at all. Yeah. I did end up in hospital because of my drinking, and there were a couple of really dark times. Um, and they have this quite mature, intimate chat um, that I think handles the topic of, like, substance abuse or, or you know, like, alcoholism in a fairly, fairly good way. And also, it's our first proper insight into Molly as something other than comic relief, which I think she's almost exclusively been cast as up until now. Yeah, it was nice to... It was certainly nice to get a little bit of that from Molly and to sort of understand a little bit more about where she's coming from and what her what her perspective and context is. Sure. Um, and then to hear her talk later in the episode, as we'll come to, about the way that she diffuses situations by making jokes. It sort mm. of is like... Oh, you make a lot more sense to me as a uh, as a character now. Exactly, yeah. And as it's a, the kind of human. thing, if I was Zach on this show, I would hear that mm. and go, oh, you're actually very interesting and I would like to keep you around and get to know other things about you. But that's not what ends up happening. Uh, no, unfortunately not. And, and in fact, um, so, you know, the two of them retire to this hot tub where they discuss, like, what they're looking for in a relationship and, uh, yeah, as, as you're saying, like, you get the sense that applying for the show has really helped Molly sort of turn some things around in her life, look at things in a new perspective and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it caps off the conversation very well. However, Zach does not make with a rose, um, leaving Molly's future in the game a bit of a mystery. Well, now, what I wanted to talk about, because when I was mentioning at the top of the episode that Molly says some stuff, I'm talking about what she says in the hot tub here, mm. where she's talking about, Zach's like, what do you want to do with your future? And she's like, oh, I want to travel. I want to um, do some soul searching. I want to do this and this and this. And it felt to me like uh, part of the reason that, or a significant reason why she was eliminated, obviously uh, not counting the fact that she doesn't eat rice. Sure. Uh, is that she had different life goals to Zach. I guess so. You know? Like they weren't on the same page when it came to like, what do you want to do? Yeah. With and it, I, I think that's actually life. what he ended up saying at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, was like, we're, we're on a different page or we're, we're at different points in our life or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I think that probably is, is uh, representative of that. And mm. that's what I was referring to at the top of the show. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really like the way that, um, you know, Zach could have kind of just gotten rid of her. Um, but instead mm. we, we get to know the real Molly, I think, or, or at least a, a more full version of Molly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I again, I, I celebrate the New Zealand version of this show for allowing that to happen. Because it's so rare within the wider context of Bachelor shows. It's certainly very nice to complete the character before Mm. she is shown the boot. Yes. Um, Anyway, yes. Uh, Then the show springs this thing on us. Um, And it kind of comes out of nowhere. And it's, it's a real breath of fresh air in a, in both a, like, oh, this is a nice, interesting new topic. And also in like a, I am gasping audibly kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, in a confessional, Rosie reveals that she's heard from some of the other women that intruder Karina has had some sort of romantic past with Dominic, the host of the show. Uh, and we have this, we have this expletive-laden scene of panic. Uh, Rosie and Ali decide they're going to confront Karina in an, in an attempt to get her to fess up to Zach. And so they have this incredible clash. Uh, uh, Karina is insisting that it's not relevant. It's not a big deal. It's in the past. And Rosie and Ali are insisting that Zach is going to find out eventually anyway. So she better speak up because it's going to be worse if she doesn't say it. It's fascinating. I, I couldn't look away. Let's be real here. Like, Rosie does the talking. Ali is as tepid as bathwater oh. in this conversation. And she's like uh, any of the uh, side characters in Mean Girls. of the, Any totally. of the girls that aren't Regina George. Totally. I mean, she's, she's as much in the background of this as she was on that group date. Uh, Ali, absolutely. Ali really yeah, is yeah. just kind of the seed filler. <laughs> yeah, she just sort of, like, exists to fill that, that pain of, yeah. of the frame. Um, and this is yeah, probably Rosie, the most is, the most negative yeah. any character has been in a few episodes, and it's a bit mm. of a surprise to see it coming from Rosie, who is pr- who is re- reasonably soft spoken and not interested in getting into conflicts up until yeah, this point. At this point, but like we really see a different side of Rosie. I think it's the lowest uh, point that we've seen from her in the show, certainly, or maybe anyone from the show. She really goes after yeah. Karina for having a history with Dominic, which. Like, it's very funny, yes. um, and I don't understand how it happened. It's but- some kind of crazy coincidence, but also, in order for it to be a coincidence, you have to set aside things like, the the host of The Bachelor New Zealand up until this was not Dominic Bo. Like, he was brought onto the show, yeah. presumably by a casting agent, mm-hmm. and so was this intruder who was just recently added, and like, this must be common knowledge. Yeah, like, at this point, like... Either she's walked onto set and gone, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, and this was cast independent of him. Like, he's not a producer of the show or anything like that. I don't think so, no. So, either this was cast independently of of Dominic, and they've walked onto set and been like, oh, fuck, we know each other. The jig is up. We've bung. Mm. Um, Or, yeah, it's just like, I don't know what the or is. I don't, like, or they knew about it, right? I guess, And yeah. they cast her anyway, and they thought this is going to be really good drama. For this is going to be ratings gold, which, like, to be fair, it absolutely 100 fucking percent is. Although It's so good. I don't know if they really capitalize on it as much as they could have. Like, it didn't factor into the promos, or at least they couldn't give away the big surprise. Um, you know, we, we saw little bits of chopped up conversations where people were panicking and swearing a lot, but we didn't know what it was about. Can you imagine if this happened on... Uh, season of the show that wasn't in New Zealand. You know, like, if this happened in The Bachelor in in the US or... Can you imagine... Okay, Sophie Monk, new Bachelorette, fucking Benji is on the show. Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Benji's left Nicole Richie. Or wait, no, Benji dated Paris as well. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. He's really living the simple life. He really is living... So, Benji, I think, dated Paris and Joel dated Nicole. And they're married still. Joel and Nicole, that's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. But Benji and Sophie... So, Sophie Monk is only one degree of separation from Paris Hilton. Wow. That's how famous she is. Yeah. True. Fuck. That's so crazy. Tune Um, into the Monk cast, whatever the fuck we called it. There's plenty of Monk chat. 
<laughs> well, I think it's called Hey Hey We're the Monkeys. Is that, is that yeah, what Yeah, I think that's right. People yeah. say we monkey around. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's not true. Mm. Uh, we're too busy uh, singing on this show to put anybody down. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thank you. Was that Mike Nesmith? Yeah, it was actually uh, Davy Jones. Oh. Ooh, scary. <laughs> Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> the science oh. guy. Enough. Enough. Right. Enough. Right. Okay. Hold um, on. Hold on. <laughs> um, so Karina says, when I applied for the show, I had no idea that the host was going to be Dom. We live in a small yeah. country, um, which mm-hmm. is so funny because it's smaller than Australia. <laughs> um, uh, and she says, everyone has a past, you know, that's just how it is, um, which I think is true. And I think yep. really shouldn't matter who you dated. Unless it's actually causing problems on set, like unless it's actually the host of the show. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good that we're all stopping to talk about it. I definitely agree with that. Um, like, it's it's just that thing of like, I absolutely, completely support you have a dating history, and that is fine. And uh, your ex, my girlfriend, and I were talking about this today. Like, um, at a certain point, there has to become a point of exemption where, like. Mm. Like, you might refer to someone as like, oh, that's my ex, but after a certain amount of time has passed, or if the relationship, for example, happened when you were young, yeah, that's not your ex. Yeah, it just doesn't matter that much anymore. You're exempt from Mm. calling that person your ex. At this point, I don't know. I don't know how how you would classify it. Are they exes? Like... And what's their relationship on the show? Like, you certainly don't... Maybe that explains... Do you remember we talked about in the previous episode how we were given next to no introduction by Dominic to... Or, of all of the intruders? That's true. Yeah. And Karina was the second one through. Yeah. And what if he was like, oh, shit, dude. He was like, let's rush her through because we mm. can't fucking deal with this right now. This, we're going to have to spotlight I have to talk to Zach it. about this yeah. independently. Yeah, man, it is so fascinating. And back to back to what I was saying before, you can date whoever you want, sure. Um, but the host of the show is so juicy. Well, I think yeah, I think I think it's second only to what what happened on Bachelor US last season, which was somebody who had previously been in a relationship with The Bachelor mm. reappeared, reemerged, and came on the show to try again. I think this is worse than that. You reckon this is worse? Because I, I think reckon this is way bigger. I think that at least, like you know, uh, 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 there are there are so many judgments and decisions that The Bachelor makes um, about who's going to win the competition and that sort of thing that sure. are inherently made completely biased by that. Whereas the host of the show, there's just a guy. He's on set. He says, you know, you're gonna hop in your raft, and I'll see you at the bottom <laughs> of the fucking see you at the boat date, see you at the bottom yeah. of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, I totally understand that in terms of a game mechanic, mm. but in terms of this being the integrity of the show, and I struggle with that sentence. I said it to my friend Matt <laughs> the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, it's compromising the integrity of the Bachelorette that mm. Sophie Monk's being cast." Mm. Um, but my I, beloved, like, yeah, in terms of the purity of what this is and how we're supposed to believe this, mm. she dated the host of the show. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be like if, um, let's say, Matt Preston. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, the argument goes on. Uh, we get into whether this means Karina is here for the right reasons. 
Uh, and whether she has an attitude problem with the way that she's dealing with it. Uh, Rosie and her are really trading some barbs <laughs> at this point. This is so funny because Rosie is the one with the, the attitude problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I had flashbacks to the uh, um, emotional intelligence uh, discussion that mm-hmm. uh, Corinne mm-hmm. and... Uh, fuck, what was her name? Whitney, uh, Courtney. Whit- something like that on the, on the US season. She was a knee. Yeah. Um, she was... Yeah. Um... Uh, all this, I, I think it's just, I think it's just really well played, and and the reason that Taylor? is, it, it it just serves to build the tension and and strengthen the divide in the house between the intruders and the original contestants, because now they're lumping the other intruders in with it, and you get this really strong, you know, original women versus new women divide, and you actually feel like a genuine tension from that. It's super uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not yeah. like usually when you have. Uh, people who invade the show and then you go, ooh, casting. This time it's like, whoa, these people are fucking, <laughs> what, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, like how many of the other intruders have totally, fucked Dom? Totally. Of, are all of them, yeah. Or all the other women. Or all the members of the crew. Or this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is as close to unreal territory as we have totally. in the Bachelor franchise. Totally. Yeah. And I love it. I ate it up. Uh, highlight of the episode, maybe highlight of the season. Oh, I think it's my favorite thing that's happened this season. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but we do have to move on. Uh, there's a cocktail party. Um, and yeah, the cocktail party takes up a lot of this episode because there's some stuff to fucking talk about. Um, but Zach explains that while normally he's got a pretty good idea of who he's going to pull aside at the cocktail party, tonight he's going to lay back a little bit. He's going to let the women determine who he's going to be spending the evening with. Uh this would seem to be a recipe for disaster. Uh, and yeah, when, when the women realize that he's waiting for them to steal him away, all hell kind of breaks loose. Would you agree? Yeah, I do agree. What is going on with this? I don't understand this strategy from Zach. Like, no. if I'm him, I am trying to find out. I mean, I guess I can understand it from the sense of like, what, like, let's think about what kind of personality these women have and who's confident enough or who's like, feels comfortable enough to approach me and say, hey, let's do this. Yeah. But in terms of just the way that I would think you would process things as the bachelor. Sure. We've talked about the act of bacheloring before. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it definitely doesn't feel like this is necessarily an act of bacheloring. No, it feels like he's almost shirking his responsibilities uh, in a, a, a display of uh, machismo and, uh, and, and blind arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, you know, uh, 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 the show must go on um, And it, it does Belle goes first um, She goes a little bit blank when it comes to making a conversation topic though uh, And she begins to recount a story wherein she uh, recently made friends with a lady with six cats And I think she named one of the cats And I think one of the cats that she named is named Snoop Lion That's correct, yeah, yeah Um I don't really understand how she was able to meet Snoop Lion. Like, <laughs> Did, New Zealand is a small island, as sure. we have learned, but mm. I don't even think Snoop Lion has necessarily been there. Well, um, I watched the Snoop Lion documentary reincarnated. It's really interesting, isn't it? I disagree. I think it might be one of the least interesting movies I've ever seen. Um, Can I tell you that I very much got in the spirit to watch that documentary? Okay, I don't want to know what that means. I don't think our listeners want to know either. Okay. Anyway, Snoop goes to Jamaica. 
to to make the album in the doco. Mm. Maybe mm. you know. Uh, uh, explorers of days gone by have often discovered one area whilst looking for another. Perhaps Snoop, maybe somewhat intoxicated. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, maybe uh, made a made a stop off at, at, at the wrong little island. Uh, yeah. Wound up in uh, in NZ and you know just hung out there pretending to be a cat for a while. I guess he was really fucking stoned. <laughs> I guess that's how it happened. Yeah. yeah. It seems uh, to make so sense. I'm surprised they didn't include that in the doco then, because that really would have like picked things up. Yeah, I mean, I guess Belle maybe wasn't that integral to the story at that point. Maybe. Um, or maybe she refused she to be on really, camera. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She does seem like the sort of person who would certainly refuse to be on, to appear on camera. And mm. even if she was, probably complain about the way that she was appearing on camera in some description, or that mm. she wasn't getting enough time. Uh, with the person who was the reason that she was on camera. Maybe she wasn't getting enough time with Snoop Lion and yeah. all the other activities that Snoop Lion was performing with the other lionesses mm. would have been better suited to her. Yes, maybe. Uh, instead of working on all those fucking terrible reggae songs with like one half of Major Laser or whatever the hell. Yeah, Jillionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. The bad half. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that. I like Jillionaire. Well, whatever. Um, oh no, yeah, whoever you just said, they're a big fan of the podcast <laughs> um, Jess is next, um, she steals Zach away and she reads him a poem um, It's fine, it's not even remotely worth repeating on the podcast It's like more average than we're used to um, Let's talk about this, because I don't know whether we've discussed it on the show I want to talk about the strategy of reading a poem in okay. general All Or right, just good, reading good. something you wrote, like Acting like you're a four-year-old and yeah, giving or them singing some a little song that you've written or something with, with yeah. a handful of these things. Yeah, I don't think it ever works well. No, no, it doesn't come off well. Who was it on Bachelor Australia, Richie Season, who sang and she was just the kooky contestant for the entire rest? Oh, of Oh yeah, that's right, the crazy one, Julia or something. I don't remember her name. Ugh, sorry, that's, guys, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get a forgettable edit. Yeah, damn. Um, yeah. I just but, don't think that it's ever in your best interest to do something like that in mm, uh, a Bachelor show. Mm, unless... Uh, an impassioned love letter? Maybe not either. Unless you happen to be friends with the Backstreet Boys. And I'm sorry oh, to keep yeah. referring back to the US series, because I know we don't cover it on this show, but uh, mm. that happened. That was fucking cool. It was very cool mm. to see the Backstreet Boys. Uh, They're back! Want it that way. They are back, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, so this poem, which is, I fucking glazed over when I was hearing it because it's just the most average thing. Uh, apparently it's, it's enough for Zach to hand over a rose to Jess. It's roseworthy. I don't understand why it is. Um, I want to say maybe it's the accent. I feel like she's pressing the accent button pretty hard because I hate the accent. Well, she's from the UK and so she's got a, you're not a fan of her voice. I, I don't want to come across as shallow. Oh boy. That accent is just, it's impossible. Yikes. Hot take. When she says the word date, mm. it comes out like this. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, I can't wait to have a single. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm. If you like listen to her uh, over the next couple of episodes, I promise she'll be in them. She's going to say like, Oh, it was great to have a single duel with Zach. And it just sounds like someone has, like, let the air out of her balloon mm. every single time. And I... Oh, boy. It's 
pretty strange because she, she was the the popular was vote, and uh, I think that radio station was called The Voice or something. Seems the like th- those people, those people who solely focus on what the person sounds like rather than what they look like, <laughs> yeah, should yeah. probably have been like the arbiters of taste when it comes to weird pronunciation. But there you go. Yep. Well, there you go. Mm. Not quite. Anyway, she gets a rose. Yes. I don't think that. I think this is maybe a sympathy rose or like a. Uh, Cool. Nice to know that you're still here, Rose. Sure. Um, well, maybe she just spotted the rose and sort of made eye contact with the rose. And then Zach was like, well, I can't just not give you a rose now. You've seen the rose. Yeah. How do pe- how do the bachelors deal with that? George and I were talking about that today as well. Like, if you are on a single date and you know how Zach's always like, he's real sheepish about it. Like, so I was wondering, and then he produces a rose from nowhere. And hmm. he's like, if you would accept this rose... And I just think, like, if you got on that single date, I would just be like, where is it? <laughs> Give me that rose. You know what I mean? Oh, what do, you, what do you want me to do again? You want me to go, uh, you want me to go rafting? You want to play some Jenga? No, no, no. Um, I, I'm just going to have a look around for a few minutes. Just, and uh, I've just got to have a quick sniff around for this yeah, rose. Just sit tight, you know. Um, could be really useful to my longevity in this game, yeah. Zach. So, just just there we are. Um, we'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy a cocktail. I'm going to have a bit of a sniff around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, at, at this point, uh, Karina decides that she's going to have to talk to Zach about the Dominic thing. Yeah. Um, she tells him that, yeah, a few years back, she had a brief relationship with him. Uh, and, you know, it's become this overwhelming sel- source of tension in the house. Uh, mm. Everyone's found out about it and, and, you know, everyone's freaking out. And, and Zach sort of smiles and he says... Look, everyone's got a past, and it's totally fine. Um, and you know, because because of course he does. Um, yeah, he handles this in exactly the right way. Totally. Um, I mean, you can't send her home because of this. No. Um, even though it's super weird, and maybe it'd be okay to. Um, I almost feel like by sending her home, you would be drawing way more attention to it and you would make it seem like it was much more scandalous than it actually is. Definitely. But not yeah. in a good and way, he- like in a show-breaking way. Yeah, in in this case, he's like, no, nah, it's cool. Everyone has a past. Mm. I totally get it. And he also, um, in his confessional, he reveals that Dominic had actually already told him about their relationship. Yeah, where's this footage? Yeah. Oh, that should have been like night one. That's what I want to see. You know, like night one of the intruders being there. Yeah. That conversation needs to have been filmed and taken place because it feels like if you're going to break the fourth wall um, in in this way... Or what wall is this? I don't even know. I'm not sure. This is, I guess, they're talking to camera anyway. This is the fourth wall of reality. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's just so vital that that footage is there. Totally. Well, maybe you have that. to buy, like, the special edition collector's, you know, extended length Blu-ray or whatever. I would pay it. I'd buy I'd, it. Yep, legit. I'd be so I mean, we it. might be the two only people in the whole fucking world. <laughs> um, but that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'd do it. I'd happily pay for that to watch that conversation take place. Totally. The voyeur in me really needs to understand how that went down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Zach is like, I really appreciate you being upfront about it. I like that you and Dominic were both mature enough to just admit it to me. I think it's brave of you. And, in fact, he's so enamored that he gives her a rose at this point. Which- yep. Really surprises everybody else at the party. It's not really a huge surprise to the viewer, I don't think. No. I don't even think Karina's that surprised by it. No, I think she's pretty happy about yeah. it. Um, should we talk about, like, 
the the women and how they're reacting to the situation here because mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. We get a lot of um, Claudia here. Yeah, true. Yeah, who who is barely in this episode until now. Yeah, we don't really sort of get to see or hear that much from from Claude's, mm. but it does seem like uh, you're starting to get that thing of, oh, she's really got feelings for him. Yeah. Um, and she's getting possessive or uh, jealous, as I guess is fair to expect. Sure, and I, I think she's been she's been fairly public about how she thinks her feelings are getting quite real. And I guess she's just treating the relationship differently. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because she's had more time to spend with him. Mm. And so when something like this comes in and like shakes things up in a very strange way, you know, naturally people are going to have reactions to it. I think I think that's fine. I think it's to be expected. Totally. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all this tension, all this tension builds up to the rose ceremony um, where Viani and Jess and Karina are all safe, but one woman will be sent home. Uh, and we know who it is, but you know, uh, uh, Bell gets the first rose, I guess maybe just thanks to that Snoop Lion anecdote. Maybe. I yeah. went over very well in the podcast. <laughs> I think a lot of people just stopped and opened up the podcast app and searched for us and then typed in Bachelor of Hearts and then found the place to give us five stars and a good review and they did it. I think that's what happened. Yeah. And then, yeah, the mole, the mole, she gets sent home. Poor um, mole. I was genuinely pretty surprised, honestly. Like, I, I, I didn't feel like this episode was harsh to her. And until you mentioned that thing about, uh, you know, them being at different places in their lives, I really thought they actually clicked and communicated very well this episode and stuff. And if they wanted to push through it and, you know, at least, uh, you know, it's, it was crazy that she got sent home right now, I think, to me. For me, I wasn't surprised at right. all. I just kind of thought I saw this coming and was like, hmm. See, if you had asked me last week, I would have said, yeah, Molly is gone. Molly's gone. Yeah. It's crazy she made it this far. As much as I like watching her, it doesn't seem like it's happening. But then this week, it really felt like it was building for me. And then suddenly it was sort of knocked over. Yeah, I totally, like, I understand where that's coming mm. from. Um, it just felt to me like the, the relationshipy chemistry just kind of wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, we, we've said it before. We feel glad, you know, uh, she got a glowing edit. Um, she got a genuine chance to open up on this episode and it just didn't happen. And I feel like both of them will feel fine about letting this thing go. Absolutely. Um, plenty of tears, uh, on the bleachers though, with the, the other women. She's clearly beloved in the house. Yeah. Um, but there you go. That's, um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of it. That's a goodbye to Molly. Um, it's a shame that we lost her, uh, as a great giver of confessionals, Mm. but Unfortunately, she wasn't contributing anything to the relationship narrative going forward. Yeah, it's uh, it's also a shame, I think, because you made that good Instagram post about her, and I guarantee, even by the end of this series, we'll have forgotten who she was. We'll be like, who is this person? What's yeah. this all about? What's why did we do this? Yeah, yeah, such a shame. Um, we get a little. You can find us at bohpod on Instagram, by the way. Oh yeah, do do please. Um, mm. uh, and then we get a little flash forward to next week. We're still in fucking Thailand. Yeah, we are still in Thailand. If I um, bet. I haven't watched these episodes, even though I think by this point both of them are out. Um, if both of these episodes are also still in Thailand, I think there's more Thailand than New Zealand at this point. Is, is <laughs> my maths right? We're pretty <laughs> We're fucking close anyway. Close to that point, yeah. Which is crazy because there is a Thai bachelor as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're gonna go back to New Zealand pretty soon. I hope so. I miss it. Maybe abroad. Maybe we go further abroad. What if we go to China? Mm, what if we go to Australia? Aust- the land <laughs> down under. 
I'm in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they should come visit us. Come on the show. <laughs> Group date. Come on, Batchy Putty. <laughs> that's not what it's called. <laughs> A Batchy Putty. That's yeah. what it's called. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so that's it. They, yeah, as we said, only one episode this week. We did manage to do a very long episode of our show about it, though. I'm happy with that. I like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, in depth. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that we're here for is actually, and I'm glad you mentioned it, is here to be making of um, some, some, f- some buddies. Um, oh, to make the friends. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, please, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we would love your support to be uh, very open and obvious and at all hours of day and night. And um, just, uh, you know, yeah, just let me know that you're thinking of me because sometimes I'm all on my own and I oh, really <laughs> need, um, you know, just from somebody. Sometimes Max doesn't get back to my messages. Max, he's a fucking co host of the podcast, you know? So, I know, I know, I know. Mm. Apologies. So we're on Twitter, BOH Pod, uh, Instagram, same place. Get on Facebook, get on iTunes, do those good reviews. We would really appreciate mm. it. If you have a chance to share it with some friends, that'd be really cool. Maybe show them our Sophie Monk episode because that was a big fucking news story. That was a great one. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. But most of all, thank you so much for being here again and listening to our wonderful show. I know mm. you love it. <laughs> I can feel it. I, I love it. Yeah. Real deep. And Max, yes, thank you again for being my wonderful co-host. Oh, that's okay. Thank you for being being here with me and walking us through everything that's going on. Oh, you're, you're welcome. I can't wait to see you again very soon. Uh, and um, Yeah, that's going to be this week, right? Are you coming back? I'm, you back? I'm coming back like tomorrow. I think by the time this episode Fuck comes yeah. out, I'll be back. I'll probably edit it in the airport. Well, that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it'll be arriving in your iTunes feed by airmail. Um, and uh, yes, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. We're going to wrap it up. Um, stay, stay dry out there. Um, uh, and don't, you know, just don't forget that seatbelt. And, uh, you know, if you're going to the shops, you probably got a plastic bag hanging around or two. Uh, bring it with you. Why not? Just, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Do the right thing. Uh, yes, so thank you very much There's one thing I like to say And that is when I remember what it is um, Have a real good time yeah. For the rest of your days on this earth yep. And uh, I really wish you To very much have The very, very best of times And the worst of times <laughs> And I'll see you next week On the podcast All right. Love you, bye, bye. Must be for me searching for a sign